morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Naked Big J. Welcome to the 22nd day of April, 2020. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hello. Got a bone to pick with you, Big J. What happened now? Uh, you spread misinformation. Uh, that's because I didn't know the information. Well, then why would you talk about it not once, but twice? Because I didn't know that that was... I, I, I had not been alerted to the fact that the day had been moved. Oh, I didn't even know it had been moved. Yeah. Uh, I, I had just uh, had saw the invite, and I was uh, I was uh, running around, and last night at like 8, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Big J mentioned a couple times that we were going to have a dead desire. And so I jump on Facebook, and I can't find it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And then I go to the event page, and I'm like, oh, it's not happening. Hey, you and me. You and me both. <laughs> hey. And and Aaron from uh, Music 208 Monday, Mondays, uh, Music Mondays 208, he, uh, we had a conversation. He apologized. He's got, you know. Got a lot of stuff. That guy's got a lot of stuff on his plate. So uh, I didn't see that memo. And and I and I listen. I'll be honest, man. I mean, there's a. I don't want to go on Facebook. Like I. I mean, especially yesterday. Right. Okay. Right. So uh, yeah, I was just too. I was just going in to, to to watch that thing and put it on the Facebook page for the ex and let her fly. So you know any of the updates I missed because listen, this is a barren wasteland right now. Of just, I, I I'm just so disappointed in, in my fellow Idahoans, uh, both on on every side possible. So it's it's just like that. I'm sorry, man. Sorry, I led you astray. No, it's okay. It's okay. I I just was. It's up- happening tonight. <laughs> We're sure. We both yes. have looked. This is a fact. Eight o'clock is when it's all going down. But yeah, no, you're right. I I, I do not blame you for wanting to stay off of Facebook, as I had done the same up until 8 o'clock yesterday as well. I was just like, listen, I saw all the stuff that was going on, all the crap that we're not going to talk about on the show today, and I was just like, ugh, ugh. We are are collectively doomed. It it feels that way closer and closer every single day. Yeah, I mean, I'm just waiting for the snap. Let's do it. Yeah. No, you know, I I used to give you crap for being pro-Thanos, and I I am now... Uh, totally get, it. I totally understand. I just hope they pick the right one. And so uh, we we sally forth this morning with a fairly big Wednesday show. Not only do we have a couple opportunities for you to win some stuff from us, we also have some fun and excitement that is happening. Uh, we have a cage match champion looking for win number. Uh, what would that be? It would be number four today. So uh, that'd be big out of Volby. We'll see if that works out for them. Not only that, but we are going to have a visit from. Former Bronco Nick Schleckaway, he, of course, is uh, responsible for a giving circle here in the Treasure Valley that's doing some really cool things for some local Treasure Valley businesses. We'll talk a little bit about that in the 7 o'clock hour today and all sorts of other fun. Big J will have a movie review for you as well. We'll get some important stuff on the way here in a few, but right now some music. It's STP, it's Interstate Love Song, in the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Nobody's perfect, Big J, and a few are still slipping through, but Google is trying real hard to keep you safe from the coronavirus scam emails. Ah, thanks, Google. company wrote in a blog post that they've been blocking about 18 million emails related to the coronavirus per day. Cybersecurity expert Scott Helm said that phishing attacks always share a common trait of inciting or depending on an emotion that causes us to act more hastily or think about our actions a little bit less in a moment in time. The coronavirus pandemic is a pretty emotional topic right now, and cyber criminals really know this. They're hoping the typical person might be more inclined to click through links or follow bad instructions if they use this lure. Some people are getting emails that spoof official groups. 
like the World Health Organization or other real government entities, typically to persuade them to download malicious software or donate to some sort of fake cause. So just, you know, nobody's telling you not to donate. We are telling you, however, to do your due diligence and kind of look around a little bit. And if an email seems weird or has you click on a bunch of links in order to get someplace, maybe think twice about it. Just don't click. And yeah, do some independent research on your own and go, oh, this is an interesting company. Let's see if it's real. Surprising news out of the sports world yesterday. Rob Gronkowski coming out of retirement to reunite with Thomas Brady on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, man. The New England Patriots agreed to trade him to the Bucks. The 30-year-old retired in March of last year, but has one year and $9 million left on his contract to the Patriots. New England is getting a fourth-round pick, and Tampa Bay is also getting a seventh-round pick. Gronkowski spent his previous nine years with the Patriots, winning three Super Bowls with him. Brady has thrown twice as many touchdowns as Gronkowski to any other player. And the 78 they connected on were most in the NFL from 2010 to 2018. This news broke uh, about three weeks ago, actually. Or at least the rumors started circulating that Gronkowski was in Tampa Bay and working out with Tom Brady. And then uh, they started talking that there were talks between the Patriots and the Buccaneers. But they couldn't quite agree on compensation. And then it all happened fairly quickly yesterday once the fourth round thing got into the role and so looks like he's coming back his time on tv was short-lived he was actually it's so weird man gronkowski was down in florida training for wrestlemania a couple weeks ago yeah he was and that's when the (laughs) whole thing started to kind of come together tom's like hey you're in florida why don't we get together for a little bit and start doing some stuff and then rob's like man i missed this and boom now it's all coming together yeah i don't know man maybe this is part of a plan hatched you know, I mean, that year off for Gronk, I, I figured that he wouldn't come back unless the NFL um, eased its uh, testing on uh, CBD and marijuana because mm-hmm. uh, he's really big into that. Sure. And, you know, his back was messed up, concussions. So taking that year off was was a really big deal. Uh, but I wonder if they hatched up a plan to, to get back together after Brady left. He, you know, the rumor had mill had been for a while that Brady was going to be leaving this year one way or another. Sure. Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, 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 there's obviously collusion here. I mean, there's, collusion. there's no doubt about it. Uh, when that collusion started, I don't know. That's a bit fascinating question. Because it's not like Rob Gronkowski was openly on the market. I'm sure Rob Gronkowski went to them and said, you want to get something for me? I want to play in Tampa Bay. Make it happen. And that's how it works. Man, there's a lot of weapons on that offensive team right now. Yeah, now it's all about the defense. <laughs> Look out. See if it can't come together and make it happen. Uh, sad news yesterday out of the world of rock. Falling in reverse guitarist Derek Jones passed away at the age of 35. As confirmed by Ronnie Radke, a cause of death is pending. Radke tweeted the news of Jones passing, saying, I'll never forget when you picked me up from jail in your old tour van to start falling in reverse. Your spirit will be interwoven through the music I write forever. Rest in peace, Derek Jones. My heart is broken. The message was accompanied by four photos of the late guitarist who formerly joined the band in 2010, been featured in all four falling in reverse albums including the most recent one, Coming Home. Falling in Reverse's latest single, Popular Monster, came out in November. It's currently number two in the country right now. Jones' fiance Christina Seta, passed away after a battle with cancer last November. Her cancer returned in March of 2019, so Jones launched a GoFundMe campaign to raise $100,000 uh, needed for her treatment. 
Falling in reverse gives special shirts to fans who donated, but she lost her battle with cancer, and apparently he had been taking it pretty rough the last couple of months, of oh, course, being man. in quarantine. So, uh, again, don't know what exactly happened, but just some sad news out of that camp for sure. So, uh, rest in peace, Derek Jones, way too young at 35. Yep. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for you in the 6 o'clock hour. Send your song of the day, and that is System of a Down and Forest on 100.3. The X Rocks, The Morning After with Nick and Big J as well. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J had the opportunity to choose from three movies, and he selected The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Patterson. Big J? I selected poorly. It was not a good movie? No, it's not that. It's just that, uh, you know... It's not a, a very uplifting kind of like, oh, uh, what a relief from uh, the COVID-19 uh, scenario here as what you have is a movie starring Willem Dafoe mm-hmm. and uh, Robert uh, Pattinson. And uh, basically, it's uh, it's shot in black and white, Nick. And, and the interesting thing here to me, the first thing you notice is, obviously, I mean, it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. It just, you know, it, it's got that like, hey, they, they spent some time doing some cinematography. You know, it, it probably won some awards. Its aspect ratio is also not typical. It um, and and I kind of like had to go look it up because I'm like it, it's not your typical 16 by nine. Okay. It's actually set in the aspect ratio that old Fox movies used to have. The old Fox Searchlight, you know, back in the in the day, black and white movies. So they did that specifically. So there's a border around it. Because it's supposed to take place in like what year? Oh, I don't know, but it's it's way way back, back right? Yeah. Okay. And the movie opening, uh, you see these. Uh, the, uh, so the visual is very important, and so is the sound is very important in this movie um, to kind of give the idea of what's happening. The, it's two sailors who their job is to take care of a lighthouse, and they're on this uh, little rock island for four weeks at a time to take care of the lighthouse, and they don't get along very well. And <laughs> and it just gets a little crazy. As you can imagine what I'm saying, you know, stuck in confined areas. Yeah, it's basically a movie about isolation. Yeah. yeah. And, but but you add into it, there's a lot of imagery here from uh, the old uh, myths of the sea and that kind of thing. And slowly these, these guys go crazy. I don't want to ruin it because there's a lot of interesting things that kind of uh, turn over that, you know, you don't see coming. You kind of know something's weird here. Uh, there's also a lot of self-love. What do you mean? There's a lot of scenes of masturbating. <laughs> I mean... In the movie? Yeah, five, six times maybe. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson's character, uh, real well, he's younger. Just going so to town on himself? He, he, yeah, yeah. He, he finds this... Like, whoever was in the bunk that he had before had whittled this mermaid out of ivory or something, and and then he just falls in love with it. Thinks he's seen mermaids. <laughs> so it's it's more sad than hilarious in the, mo- in the movie. <laughs> it's funny you telling it, but it's not funny at all in the movie. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's really not, depressing. It's not, and it's like, ah, gross. Just a lonely guy I trying to, to find see that. some sort of connection to another. And uh, so the performances are great here. This The one thing out of this, coming out of this, that you, you'd be like, okay, I can kind of see Robert Patterson as Batman. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, uh, especially black and white, and you know this, the pictures we've seen have been very dark. And you see, I can kind of see that happening. His, this is not the same dude that was in Twilight. I'll just tell you that right now. Well, he t- hated Twilight, so well, it doesn't uh, matter. He still looked like a, a clammy, right? But that was a teenager. Nobody liked. 
lot of makeup involved in that. And also not great acting, uh, but uh, different than this. And so, listen, if you're looking for a, a slightly depressing movie to go watch during this uh, this crisis, then here's your here's your gem, The I, Lighthouse. I have not seen it. Uh, the only and I don't think it did. I think it was up, but I don't think it won any awards. But I know that it was praised for its performances, and it was also praised for its dialogue. Like, the writing in the movie was, uh, I, I guess there was a very interesting old English aspect to things that they took throughout the film and the phrasing of a lot of things. Did yeah, you notice yeah, that? yeah, yeah, and it was weird. Uh, but in For a sure. good way? Um, I guess. there was. There's not a, a, a ton of dialogue. Oh, really? I'll just say that. So I think probably, you know, the, what they're talking about is the, the poignant, I mean, it gets to the point. Where they freak out on each other? They do. Uh, they do freak out on each other, and so uh, you have an interesting end, and it doesn't end well for for anybody. Like I, I, I have seen it. I, I've passed by it, but I've actively not watched it because I, I, the director and writer of this movie also directed and wrote another movie that was fairly highly, you know, praised that I watched and thought was awful, and so I stayed away from this. Do you recommend that I see it? Oh, I think you would probably like this really? movie. He yeah. did another one called The Witch, which uh, which was supposed to be like uh, a movie that was considered to be like the the redefining of the horror genre uh, movie about four or five years ago that I watched and, and almost thought was unwatchable. Well, that's what you get for watching a horror movie. Well, I mean, so, I enjoy movies that are good that horror movies. Meh. Well, I mean, you know, movies that are that, there are a lot of horror movies out there that I do enjoy. Most of them are terrible, but this one also wasn't scary. On top of it all, right? And so it was just like it was. Another one of those that was set like back in the old English or the the beginning of the frontier days of the country, and it was it was uh, I don't know it involved. No, the I'm goat really glad I Satan. haven't ruined it for you. Uh, but uh, do you recommend it, Big J? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's a good. It's a it's a movie movie. You know what I mean? It's it's um. There's a lot of secondary meaning from what you see, and so for uh, somebody who's intellectual uh, like yourself and not a dullard like me, you're gonna love it. But is it Big J approved? No. No. All right. Whatever you do, don't watch this movie. Uh, I, is it a timing thing? Like, if if life was quote-unquote normal, would this one be a little bit easier to palate? Um, probably, I yeah, but I, I don't think I'd be. It's not like, you know what? I really need to go back and watch Lighthouse again. Oh, man. I understand. Once you see it, you see it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J says hard pass on the Lighthouse. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Netflix has seen about a 16% increase in accounts over the last two months. I'll give you one guess as to why. Oh? I don't think you're going to need it. Okay. I'm pretty sure you'll be able to piece together why. But they're trying to make watching stuff on your phone a little bit easier. How have they done this? Well, they've added a brand new feature called Screen Lock. That lets you lock the screen within the app to avoid, like, accidental taps, which pause or do whatever to whatever you're watching. You'll find the option in the bottom left of the menu where episodes, sound options, and more are if you are watching your episode on your phone. And so that's nice. You simply tap the option to lock your screen, and the whole interface, including the play-pause button, will be replaced with the lock icon. Tap it and lock it. You can turn the lock screen off by tapping the icon. And then you'll be prompted to unlock the controls with a second tap. So if you really do need to pause, you, there's a little bit more steps. But, you know, if you're moving your phone around or something like that, it can you can accidentally pause it or, God forbid, accidentally fast forward it. You know what I mean? You ever done that? Yeah. And then try to find where the Man, hell you were. I don't really watch movies and TV on my phone. No? No. I'm an American. No, that's what Americans are doing. Nah. 
your kids are doing and people who are too lazy to turn on the TV. I would hope it's not laziness. If there's a TV Why right in front of you. Why are you watching stuff on your phone? Uh, I, well, I, I don't watch stuff on my phone anymore, but I've done it on airplanes. And I've also done it before when I was like in a room in my house that didn't have a television. So watching stuff on your phone is for peasants. You understand? Yeah. I got a 75-inch TV. Rich. Yeah, but that, is that in your bedroom? I got a 55-inch one in my t- in my bedroom. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. But the way the cheap as cheap TVs are now, pretty soon, 75-inch in my room. Look Man. out! Look at what do you do with the 55er? Throw it away. Throw it in the garbage where TVs that and, work and perfectly go. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of people who need a TV. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez, who are looking to buy the New York Mets, could be able to get them at a pretty big discount, according to the New York Post. Reports cited sources saying the superstar couple are putting together an ownership group of four to five people that could pay up front for the franchise, which would be pretty impressive. And they could get the team at a lower price because of the financial impact of the coronavirus. Now, the Wilpont family has been trying to sell the team for months. And a source told them that a motivated seller's got a problem right now uh, as, the, as teams are losing value at an exponential rate by not being on the field. And therefore, they're looking to offload these guys pretty cheap. And so uh, Alex Rodriguez could be the owner of the Mets, like, right quick. What we'll a see. coup for Mets fans, though. Maybe. Cause, well, because they've been wanting anything other than what they've had. Right, but I can't imagine they're Rodriguez fans, right? Well, uh, maybe not, but, you know, it depends. If he goes the Derek Jeter way of doing business, they probably wouldn't be happy about that either. But also, really weird that Major League Baseball would be okay with somebody that famously cheated the game. Why? They were okay with everybody cheating the game. But they appear to not be okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that like, was a nobody's bunch of letting movie. him into the Hall of Fame. Everybody's still upset to yeah, that point. Yeah, but that's not up to baseball. That's true. But they're also not welcoming a whole... You don't see Barry Bonds doing a whole lot of uh, Major League Baseball stuff. Barry Bonds uh, maybe mismanaged things. And so, well, he also hasn't admitted to it. Alex Rodriguez at least did that. And so maybe the mea culpa has helped things a little bit. But it's just still weird that one of the most infamous cheaters in baseball is totally okay. Well, yeah, but you you add on to that, he he is one of the most... um, well, I don't want to. I don't want to say polarizing, but you know, welcomed people in the in the analysts. You know, for a while, he was a, he was being a pretty big deal, right? A major league baseball and ESPN. Well, and- yeah, but he's still. I mean, like if you ever looked at his Q score, it's not great. People still don't like him very much. Yeah. And so, well, yes, he was on TV a bunch. That's because he's a good-looking dude and fairly famous. But it's not like baseball fans go, "Man, I can't wait yeah, to hear what Rodriguez." People hate Rodriguez owners anyway, so it would make sense. True. But it's just weird. Like, you know, they don't they don't really do that with people that have cheated in the game before. Allow them to buy franchises. But okay. I mean, money's money, I suppose. Big J, great news for you. Slipknot and Stone Sour singer Corey Taylor is planning to launch a brand new project with his wife, Alicia Taylor. The couple is going to start a taco truck together. Now, here's where it, it gets bad news for you. This taco truck that they are making, Big J, is plant-based. Yeah, I know. Uh, so he was talking about it's basically a plant-based taco food truck. You can't say vegan, but there will be some dairy and stuff in there. But the main focus was flavor, not just content. And he wants to combine that with a healthier lifestyle. What are you saying, Corey? Meat doesn't have flavor? No, I think he wanted to be, his focus is on health, but he wanted to make it taste good and not just be healthy for you. I would try it. You would. You'd give it a shot. Hell yeah. 
be careful. I'm a professional, okay? <laughs> Taylor told us a while back that he does miss playing music, that is for sure. And one of the things he likes the most is the build-up to tours. I guess my favorite part of it is the anticipation of uh, putting the boots on and getting back on stage and doing something different and yet continuing the legacy. And part of that is because of the excitement that arises from our fan base. They get so crazy that, uh, you know, it makes us crazy in return. You know, you're putting out energy and the audience is feeding it right back to you. So uh, now talking about the possibility of maybe playing some smaller venues is Slipknot uh, with this whole thing once live oh shows God, come back. Can you imagine? He said that, you know, they've been talking about doing that for a couple of years. They've been so used to playing gigantic arenas and not fest and things like that. He said one of the things that the band really wanted to do was maybe play some smaller venues and really just do a throwback show where uh, they do the old gear and they do the old masks and they just do an old school Slipknot show. I would pay. I would pay. I would pay a good amount of money to see them play in a small club. Slipknot ever play like uh, the Knitting Factory no, or back in the no. day? No, no, nope. Never that. It was whenever they came through. It was at a big place, huh? Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty. I insane. would, I would pay money to see that. Uh, Slipknot late, most likely has suspended all tour plans for 2020. Although the band's already rescheduled this year's Not Fest in Japan for January 2021, so they've got some stuff on the calendar. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Marksville, Louisiana is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Marksville? Yep. And as time passes, it appears we seem to be pretty lucky. As both of us got our stimulus checks relatively early on. And there are still plenty of other people out there still waiting for theirs to come in. Uh, Maybe the direct deposit played a part in things. But if you are still waiting for your check, know that you're not alone. But still, some people are handling that better than others. Uh Uh-oh. Which is why we are in Marksville as we learn the story of 51-year-old Marvin Smith Jr. And Marvin Smith Jr. has had it up to here with hearing people uh, getting their stimulus checks from the United States government when he still hasn't received his. Where's his check, Big J? I don't know. He'll wait for an answer. I don't know. But not too long. It's on the president's desk. Because fire marshals in Louisiana said that Marvin Smith Jr. set fire to his mother's shed out of anger for not receiving his federal stimulus check. Burned down his mom's she shed, Big J. She shed. He got into a dispute with his mother over the federal payout before the arson happened on Friday, according to a news release. Apparently, uh, she was uh, very happy that on Friday she got her check and Marvin still hadn't seen his. So he asked his mom where the check was. And his mom's like, Marvin, how would I know where your check is, bro? Do I look like I'm the one issuing your check? I'm 90 years old. Leave me alone. I'm an old lady. Marvin's like, this is BS. I want my check. Investigators were able to determine the fire was essentially set inside the shed. They arrested him after witnesses told them they saw him in the shed moments before the fire started. Witnesses also say they saw him running away from the scene after the fire started. He was booked into jail on arson charges after deputies found him not only with a knife, Big J, but also with some accelerant on his body. Huh. 
Smith had been charged with other crimes by the sheriff's office as well. Not immediately clear if he had a lawyer who would comment on his behalf, but we do know that he was pissed about not getting his check, and so he handled it poorly, Big J. Yeah, that's poorly handling it. By getting into an argument with his mom, who has zero control over the checks, and then setting her shed on fire. We have to be better than this, everybody. There he are... may have had previous problems and issues. I cannot comment. None of those were uh, illustrated nor referred to in the story. I don't know if he was of sound mind and body or not. It just seems like a weird overreaction. And uh, taking out your anger on somebody else that probably didn't need it. I mean, if you've got mom issues, that's fine. You're allowed. But getting into an argument over your stimulus check and then setting her shed on fire seem to be unrelated. Especially, right. unless you're, my mom is like the Secretary of State. Then, then I get it. Secretary of the Secretary of the Treasury. Then maybe she can figure out where your money is. Until then, she is merely an innocent bystander. So don't shed, set her shed on fire, please. Thank you very much. Poor shed. Don't know what was inside the shed either. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. We are talking cool things happening locally here in a few seconds. As we are going to have a visit from former Boise State Bronco Nick Schleckaway. It's going to be pretty cool to learn all about a giving circle. That's next on the X-Rocks. It's Green Day time of your life here on 100.3 The X-Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Nick Schleckaway. Longtime defensive end for the Boise State Broncos still makes his home here in the Treasure Valley uh, doing some real estate fun. One of the people behind a great charity called A Giving Circle joins us on the phone right now to talk about some really cool things that particular charity is doing and maybe just maybe how you can help out or help some other people out here in the Treasure Valley. Nick, thanks for joining us. First of all, I guess if people aren't exactly familiar with A Giving Tree, let us know a little bit what that's about. Yeah, so we organized a few years ago and essentially what a giving circle is, is a nonprofit that was primarily started by our brokerage, our real estate brokerage, Amherst Madison. And a lot of the people at the company just wanted to come up with a little bit more of an organized, formal way to give back. We were doing a lot of stuff individually before that. We thought, hey, let's do something a little bit more collective, uh, put a 501 together. And so we started doing some events that were just benefiting local nonprofits. Everything that we've always done is we've tried to support local as much as we can, keep the money local. Uh, so we've done some galas the last couple of years. We've got, you know, had auction galas, sponsors, fundraising. Uh, the team at our, our company in the Giving Circle has done a great job putting on some big events, and we've raised like $275,000 in the last two years for eight local nonprofits. And, and that's the direction that we've been going you know, is local nonprofits and big, big events, big galas once a year. And then, you know, of course, all of our lives changed a couple months ago with the coronavirus. And so our, our attention was really how can we accelerate this? How can we shift what we're doing at the nonprofits to uh, meet the needs of the community now? You know, we can't necessarily wait for this fall or this winter when we would normally do our gala uh, because a lot of these businesses and even a lot of the nonprofits, they might not be around by then. You know, they, they can't wait that long because operations have just been shut down. So we started talking about how we can speed this thing up, and, and that's where we came up with the idea that we're doing that we're doing now. Uh, a Giving Circle is the name of the uh, nonprofit, and uh, you know, so you decided to, I think, on a weekly basis, right, give uh, give some local businesses some money to help help them through this. Yeah, so about 15 days ago, we started a, a fund, and the whole 
point of it is that we're going to give weekly donations to the local small businesses who are shut down, who are struggling, or who are trying to keep people employed, but, but really don't have a lot of business right now because of the, the lockdown and the restrictions. So we started last Friday with uh, giving uh, two checks of $2,500 each to a couple of local businesses, a Big City Coffee and Guru Donuts. And we're doing a, two more businesses for 2500 each again this Friday. And, and that's that's our objective is as long as we can continue raising funds and, and we've got a Facebook fundraiser going, uh, we have a fundraiser going through uh, a website we had set up with Auction Frogs so people can donate either place and, and I can give those those uh, addresses. But, but our objective is to continue to raise funds on a daily basis, a weekly basis, so that once a week, we can cut a couple checks to local businesses and help them out. And, you know, that amount might not seem like a lot, but, I mean, that can really uh, go a long ways to helping out, at least uh, from a week-to-week basis for a business. Yeah, I wish we could do more. You know how it is. I mm-hmm. mean, you, that's like the good news, bad news is it's, it's awesome to help, but at the same time, you, you understand some of the financial burdens these companies have. And I wish I could do more. I wish we could do more, but, but it does make a difference. You know, for some of them, it, it enables them to stay open another week. It might enable them, like in Big City Coffee's case, uh, it, that amount is going to help her put on a bake sale this weekend, which she wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. And, and from that bake sale, you know, a lot of other great things may come. So, so yeah, it, it doesn't seem like a lot, but with people really stretched to the limit, it, it can make the difference and push them over the hump. And, and honestly, all, one of the things that's kind of an intangible that we've noticed is, is just the fact that somebody's willing to help them gives them a shot of life and a breath of fresh air, and, and that alone can be worth worth its weight in gold. We're going to get the links out for a second here, Nick, so that people can help donate if they have the ability to do so. But how is the Giving Circle selecting some of the businesses that are getting the uh, the checks? Nominations. So anybody who donates certainly can, can nominate, but, but anybody who wants to nominate a business can if they know somebody who's, who's local, who's in need, has been shut down, is struggling. So if people go to covidaidboise.com, covidaidboise.com, there's a few different links on that webpage uh, where they can go nominate someone in addition to donate. And then, like I said, they can also donate on the Giving Circle Facebook page fundraiser. Well, I think it's it's awesome, Nick, what you guys are doing and uh, are going to continue to do to help out uh, the Treasure Valley, man. So I appreciate you coming on and talking about it. Hopefully we can help get the word out a little bit about it, too. So what are some of those links uh, that, that might uh, be a place to go for people? Yeah, so the first is covidaidboise.com. That's just www.covid8boise.com. If they go there, there's there's a link to donate. There's some links to nominate. And then they can also uh, donate on our Facebook fundraiser that we started. So if they just go to the Facebook page for A Giving Circle, they'll see the fundraiser on there. Beautiful. We'll throw those uh, links up on the uh, the Morning After Facebook page as well so people can check them out. But, uh, Nick, thank you for all you do for the Treasure Valley and uh, all the effort that you put in. It's pretty awesome to see uh, the pivot that a giving circle has done, and it's helping out a lot of people. So that is awesome. So you your family, stay healthy and stay safe, my friend, okay? Uh, thanks to you guys. Same to you. I appreciate everything you're doing. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. With so many people working from home currently, one of the things that has been nice for us, and maybe even for them, has been being around our pets more. You know, having a good time, spending some time with them, petting them all the time, saying hi. Uh, But maybe prepare yourself for some outbursts when things get back to quote-unquote normal. Dr. Roger Mugford is an animal psychologist, and he says that, you know what? 
our dogs might have a bit of a hard time once this pandemic is over. Because what happens is dogs can build up a huge reservoir of overdependency, which can be a problem later. As you've relied on your dog for emotional support, it'll be a huge shock once things go back to normal for the dog. And that can express their anxiety through problem chewing, constant barking, probably doing something else as well. To prevent this issue, maybe take a 30-minute break away from your pets several times a day. Welcome back, Big J. Uh, to ease them into a little bit more of normalcy once the lockdown ends. So keep that in mind if you are working from home and you've been around your pets a whole bunch. Rob Gronkowski is coming back to football, and he's reuniting with Tom Brady. Patriots and Buccaneers agreeing to a trade. The 30-year-old is coming out of retirement to join the Buccaneers on a one-year $9 million contract that he still had left with the Patriots. The Patriots get a fourth-round pick in exchange for Gronkowski. Uh, the Buccaneers also get a seventh-round pick, so should be good. Big J, I'm worried about you. Why? Uh, we already talked this morning about the uh, the honest mistake that was made with the dead desire, but now I really don't think you know what day it is. Today is Tuesday. No, today. today's Wednesday. Right. It's tonight. No. <laughs> yes, but uh, you also just posted that you're going to do your Instagram interview with oh Jay. Oh, my God, Rivals. I did. <laughs> I keep thinking today's Thursday. <laughs> this happens every week. I am literally trying to eradicate the day of Wednesday. <laughs> It's not happening until tomorrow. The uh, the interview. So uh, just I was up. all set up to. Oh man! <laughs> I saw you running around and I thought you were doing a text and then I I've been off Facebook and then I noticed a post and I'm like, no, dude, no. I am not okay. <laughs> it's I am not okay. The interview with Jay from Rival Sons is tomorrow. Did you fix it? No, no, no. I oh. just noticed it before <laughs> we went on no, the air. Better go. And so. You no. pr- you, well, I was late coming in here because you had promised that uh, we would put stuff on the uh, the morning after Facebook page. And I'm like, well, he isn't going to do it. He can't get the name of the charity right. I was trying to say giving so, treat. I was trying to put together I to get it right. uh, the stuff and then I lost track of time. For the oh, rest of the man. interview, though. Yeah, I'm trying to get rid of Wednesday. If we can just mark that off the calendar and Sadly, to Thursday. today is Wednesday, and it's going to stay that way for a while. It's hilarious. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your pop culture smackdown happening in a few. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got a nice uh, new Disturbed Evolution uh, album to hook you up with, but it's digital, so I don't have to send you anything in the mail. Uh, but at some point, we'll get you a 25th anniversary sticker, and I'll, I'll write a note on the email that I send you. How about that? You'll write a note on the email. Yeah. Like it is an attachment? Yeah. You'll scan it in? <laughs> no. No! I'm sure I would screw that up too. <laughs> 208-287-1003. The number you need to call if you'd like to play Pop Culture Smackdown this morning. Uh, Big J's got some questions for you. Uh, we'll see if you got some answers. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Oh, that ain't going to work. Can't Coming handle it. Here. Good morning, the X. Hey, man, did I win? No, 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 no. I'm in the mood for that today. Hello, The X. It's a no idiot zone. (laughs) Good morning, The X. Morning, guys. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Tim, how's it going? Tim, we're hanging in there, man. Hopefully you are as well. Here's here's your question. This author has penned such novels as The Shining, It, and Pet Cemetery. Stephen King. Right. Stephen King is right. Nick, uh... Different Strokes was a spin-off of what hit TV show in the 80s? Ooh, that's a really good question. I don't know if I know the answer to that one. 
Uh, you didn't even know it was a spinoff show. I did. I'm gonna guess. Uh, boy, it might be late. I'm gonna say Facts of Life. Yes, that's right. Is that right? Yeah, All right. Lucky damn it. Wow. Uh, yeah. According to a famous SNL catchphrase, what's the only prescription for Christopher Walken's fever? Oh, man. Uh, champagne? I don't know. It's a good guess, but not the right answer. I, I can't do the Christopher Walken. I was going to try. Oh. Hello, the X. Gotta have more cowbell. Right. More cowbell is correct. Uh, Nick, this actress' career skyrocketed after appearing at Grey's Anatomy as Danny Duquette. Actor or actress? Actor. Gra- Actor? Grey's Anatomy, Danny Duquette? Yes. Actor skyrocketed? Uh, Patrick Dempsey. No. That would be Wrong. Dr. McDreamy. Uh, yeah, but do you know? Not a clue. Oh, that's too bad. Who is it? Jeffrey Dean Morgan, sir. Oh, yeah. Right. Happy birthday to Negan. Hang on one second, man. We'll hook you up with that yeah, CD gotcha. coming your way. Good job. Oh, yeah, I never watched uh, Grayson Anatomy. I, I didn't either. But you knew that? Yes. I don't know if I believe you. You know why? Because I looked it up. Well, <laughs> I know you knew it after you wrote the question. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was talking about before you wrote the question. Yeah, no, of course not. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your. I'm writing the questions here. Of course, I know the answer. Coming up in a few minutes, some headlines. That's next on the X Rock. Headlines brought to you by the TDS Fiber Text Line. You can always text us at 208 287 1003 any time of day. TDS Fiber, your new choice for lightning fast internet, TV, and phone. Headlines are as follows, Big J. So, very Florida. Well, this is new and bad timing. Well, this is new. Katie Ayers, who is a student at Central Community College in Columbus, Nebraska, has created a canoe using just mushroom roots, otherwise known as fungus, Big J. Oh, man. She says she has named the eight-foot-long boat My Canoe. She says the boat is alive and grows new mushrooms each time it's used. She came up with the idea after researching ways mushrooms could be used and created the canoe while working as an intern at Nebraska Mushroom. Hey, she says it took 14 days to grow the mushrooms in a special environment on wooden skeletons and paper mache molds. She adds that she's taken it for three test voyages on the water and plans a canoe down the Platte River next month. How about that? You no. can make a canoe out of mushrooms, bro. It won't deteriorate in the water? I don't know. I guess it floats. So that's pretty cool, too, I suppose. Yeah. Imagine you could make a canoe out of a bunch of stuff, as long as it holds up. But mushrooms can support your weight. Can, can you make a canoe out of me, Greg? Actually, they probably could. I really wanted to. What the hell? Do it. So very Florida or bad timing? So very Florida. Brian Wood owns All American Gator Products in Diana Beach, Florida. And he is now selling face masks made of the skin of pythons and alligators, Big J. Oh. He told the Miami Herald people are going to have to cover their faces for a while, and unfortunately the situation may last longer than we imagine. Now, the uh, python skin does not protect people from becoming infected, but he did add that the masks eventually will become with a filtration system similar to the N95 masks, which are capable of blocking small airborne particles. He says he's making masks from alligator crocodile skin is next, and alligator skin masks would be the most expensive. And one 10-foot snake would be able to make as many as 10 masks for him. So there's that. Wouldn't that 
smell weird? Yeah, that would be creepy. I mean, I wouldn't prefer that. Yeah, me either. I don't know, man. I guess I appreciate the effort. And he's using his powers for good, I suppose. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. Wrap it up with bad timing. A family in Chickasha, Oklahoma isn't just dealing with the lockdown. They're also experiencing a damn bee infestation in their home, Big J. The house is home to two adults and four kids all moved in December. And Michelle Elliott, the homeowner, says that since then they've spotted several bees around the house and have even found their hive. She said that two people in her home are allergic to bee stings, so she's very worried. The issue seems to stem from a tree next to the house that the bees have lived in apparently for years. And they're talking about thousands of bees in this tree. And with both her and her husband furloughed, she can't afford an exterminator right now, so now they're just basically dodging bees at their house while this is going on. That would suck. Especially with two people allergic. You don't want that. They yeah. Yeah, man. I don't like the bees. Stung my dog yesterday. Little bastards. Uh, do you have hives around your house a lot? Uh, probably. Probably inside our house. Man up Monday. Learn more. <laughs> Good luck. Wait till it's dark. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. On 100.3, the X. And let's hook you up with some brand new music. The Black Keys have an album out. It's called Let's Rock. It's pretty dang good. We'll get you a copy of that digitally. Uh, Sent to your email. And uh, I'll even write you a nice personal note. But it'll be in text. You'll actually be able to read it as opposed to all the notes I've sent. (laughs) 208-287-1003. If you want to play a little game called Bad Impressions, Big J has prepared three clues. All three clues point to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is, in those three clues or less, free music coming to you digitally, which you can download, agree or disagree, Big J. Agree. All right. Sounds good to me. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? Gavin. All right, Gavin. Good luck. Fictional character here, okay? All right. My best friend Shaggy and I love to eat munchies. Dooby dooby dooby. Scooby-Doo! Good job! Congratulations, Gavin. Hold on a second. We'll get you that CD. Clues 2 and 3 for fun? We seem to always get in trouble and scare very easily. And we like riding around in the mystery machine. And why is Scooby-Doo in the news? Uh, There was going to be released a new Scooby-Doo movie. uh, Scooby-Doo origin story, pretty much. What is it called again? Just Scoob, right? I was, Yeah, I think it's a Scoob. Let me uh, find out here real quick. Uh, it is being moved like a lot of movies have uh, to uh, the... Uh, yeah, it's a Scoob. Uh, we'll go straight to video on demand, uh, which is kind of a bummer. I was hoping we were going to get to see this for our podcast. Will we ever do a podcast? Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's going to be it's gonna be tough, but uh, I, I don't know why, man. I'm, I'm a Scooby-Doo fan. I have been. I uh, love watching Scooby-Doo, so uh, this will be very interesting. I, I do plan on watching this. Did you watch the live-action movies? Oh, yeah. You like them both? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the second one very much. I know the first it, one. It was I weird. Them. It was <laughs> the second one was very, very weird because I think it was on the island in an island it took place. Was it? Yeah, uh, James Gunn wrote those first one, not the second one. He didn't write the second no, one. Are not, you sure? He was not involved in the second one. Uh, Monsters Unleashed. I think he just did the first one. By then, mm-hmm. he would already moved on to bigger, better things. I do believe. Yeah, he's on to trauma. 
Uh, no, that was before Scooby. Oh, okay. But uh, either way, uh, certainly, when is it coming on VOD? Oh, uh, that's, uh, that's a great question. I do believe it's uh, going to be on May 15th. Okay. It'll be available. So about three weeks from now, you'll be able to check out the new Scooby movie with your kids in the comfort of your own home. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. So Allison Chains wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Reminder that if you're looking for a newer used car, Team Mazda Subaru's website is right there for you. Everything you need is at GoTeamSaveMoney.com, including the Fresh Start credit button. You have an opportunity to check out the inventory and then schedule a test drive, which will come delivered directly to you right now in a sanitized car. So check it out for yourself. GoTeamSaveMoney.com. Special thank you to Nick for coming on the show today and talking about a giving survey. You can check out the full interview on the Morning After's Facebook page along with the links to donate and learn a little bit more about what they do. Or maybe if you have a business that you'd like to nominate, you can also do that there for some money that they're doing to help out some nonprofits as well as some local businesses around town, which is pretty dang cool. It was good to learn a little bit more about that. Big J did not recommend the movie The Lighthouse, but he did try to erase Wednesday from all of our lives. It's not happening, buddy. It's still a day. It's still here. Uh, but we do need a winner declared for the uh, the fun that is cage match, Big J. Yeah, it's Trivium. Trivium is the victor. Congratulations, a new champion on cage match. They'll try to defend their title tomorrow at around 9.15, and that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm here to the rest of the day now, Nick. Uh, it has not gone well at all. So uh, I, I tried to, on the X's Instagram, post uh, the cage match offerings to see if people wanted to uh, to vote that way as well. And I put it on my personal Instagram and then realized it. And I just, man, it's um, I just want to crawl into a damn hole. Uh, don't do that. A you... spider hole. No, don't do that either. That'd be bad news. Uh, but a, a friendly reminder that the the concert that Big J said was happening yesterday is in fact happening tonight. A Dead Desire will be on uh, doing their their uh, their solo or uh, his uh, acoustic thing uh, tonight, and we will share that on the X's Facebook. So that's happening at eight o'clock. And the Instagram interview that Big J was ha- said was happening today is happening tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What else uh, have I done wrong today? <laughs> It's all right. I've gotten some things wrong today as well. No. Uh, we could just do the mistakes you, what thing. You, what did you well, get you, wrong? To, you told me, number one, that uh, that James Gunn did write Scooby-Doo 2, which okay, I was wrong you're about. Right. And I did call a giving circle <laughs> the giving tree that's, right before the interview. close. I mean, it's a circle tree of life. It's a, it's a children's book uh, that I remember. I'm not counting that. Uh, morning After with Nick and Big J. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is up next. It's the X-Rocks.